guys. Another episode, another day. Back again. Nine to fivers. How are you guys, man? Ghetto. Man's best for my introduction. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. How you been? I'm complaining. Early in the week, actually. Um, yeah, it is. It is. I'm actually enjoying the rain, man. I'm not even lying to oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I'm enjoying it. It's, it's not cool the rain, down. But I'll say the, the coolness. The coolness the of coolness. the weather. But I don't yeah. mind. I actually don't mind the rain, you know. It's not like such a turn off for me. Like, oh, yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? So it's calm about. Yeah, so what's new, man? What's been popping with you? Work? Same old, same old, or? Come on, man. I was a nine to fiver until I'm not a nine to fiver. Yeah, you know, no, I mean? trust me, bro. For real. Until out of the rat race. Trust me. Real. What about you, T? How's it? You saying why is that? Birthday, one time for the birthday. Ish. Go, go, go! Don't love that song, you know. What? One time for the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> they be clapping like <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, uh, happy birthday in advance, man. I still need this up in here, actually. Yes, you have to, you know, give blessings. Yeah, man, another and year, man, for real. Like, it's a big thing, especially life, for this year as well. Oh, isn't it? for sure, man. 2020. Obviously, bro. we can't say too much because it's not your birthday yet. You know what I mean? So I can't just be showering you with praise. <laughs> but it's not the actual day of your birthday. So, yeah. But um, I remember this time last year, actually. <laughs> what was we doing last year? No, we shouted sh- out as well. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Was we not in Afro Nation then? <laughs> or did we, uh, we come back by then? We come back. It was before. Oh, okay. We'll come back. Yeah, last year was These lit. party animals. Nah, not even, not even. It, I'm actually so happy I actually went last year. Like uh, last, that was such a last minute thing, fam. Shout out Tobes as well, because that was Mr. Motivator. Like. Them snakes there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, all good, all good. Yeah, man, so man. What are we getting into this week? So our first topic we're discussing. So um, common causes that unite the people. So case in point, um, recently there was a a very talented student that basically came from Portugal to the UK. And and yeah, she had done all she needed to do. She got really good grades, but because she was from Portugal, she didn't actually, she wasn't eligible for all the um, funding. Yeah, for, for the, the maintenance yeah, loan and all that news. stuff. So she set up a GoFundMe and, oh, I don't know if she did it, but someone else did it, but. She's a mathematician though, so yeah. she's not an average student. Like, yeah, trust me, bro. Not that I'm <laughs> underrated in any other subjects, but that's live. That's you know serious. I, mean? I always I mean? wanted to be good at maths. <laughs> I mean, man, just, I can just count notes. But yeah, man, a lot of people were donating, and I guess it was getting to its target. But then, um, what's it? I don't Taylor think it was closed. I think she did raise a lot. I mean, like five or ten k, something like that. But but yeah, Taylor, Taylor Swift just came, came in with, with a big donation with the bag. Like, and uh, that was dope, though. Like, it's refreshing to see stuff like that. You get oh, what I'm saying? Sure, so, um, shout out Taylor Swift on that one. I don't listen to music like that, but yeah, she, that, was, that was dope though. Like, I was so happy for her, innit? And you know, like, I think people, I think a lot of, anyone that wants to go to uni and really take it seriously, and like, I think she got like straight A's or something as well, yeah. innit? So yeah, so um, yeah, like she, I think she applied to get to, I think was it Warwick or something like that? Warwick Uni? Yeah, Warwick Uni, She got yeah. all straight, she got straight A's and then um, yeah, Taylor donated, I think it's like 23 grand or something mad like that. Yeah, uh, something mad, man. That's yeah, dope, that's dope, man. man. That is dope, man. What it do you just think goes to show, no, man. Go no, go on, go on. Finish I was going to say, yeah. what do you think it is about, like, certain cases that will get people to, like, you know, unite for a certain cause and other things are just not really supported like that? I don't know, you know. I feel like, um, I don't know. Sometimes it's just a bit of luck, man. You know what I mean? Like, when your thing gets momentum, because I'm pretty sure loads of people have different kind of goal funding. Yeah, yeah, like, for you sure. You know what I mean? And it's just, sometimes it's a bit of luck and... 
not necessarily relatability, but, but you know, the the right person might be on online at the right time. You mm. know what I mean? Or they see they see the message just at the right time, and so it's a blessing. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things you can never really predict how some how well something's gonna gonna go, especially when it comes to fundraising. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure people setting up GoFundMe's every day, like for, obviously for good causes and mm. stuff. But her chances, someone like Taylor Swift who doesn't know this guy from anywhere who I'm pretty sure, well, I'm not 100% sure, doesn't necessarily pay that much attention to British media as much mm-hmm. as we would, just sees that and like, yeah, man, like, I'm taking back. This is sick. I want to donate yeah. to it. You know, it's, it's a big thing. Because so. for me, I didn't even know about it until she had donated. So Same here. I'd never heard of that. It wasn't even in the media, I, you know what I mean? I'd never, yeah. I'd never heard of that um, GoFundMe. I had, I never heard of that um, the GoFundMe page before it. There was another case, like, um, what's his name? Akwasi? Uh, Stormzy look like yeah he, he didn't want to be called that innit but at first anyway no not at first like later on because yeah. the whole situation was a bit mad didn't it like um, the guy was trying to clown him basically yeah like, like I felt a bit I felt funny as well like obviously he's like oh I swear you and he was like nah nah I know who you think I am like I'm not I'm not Stormzy yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was just like oh, and then he's like yeah, hold that like, five feet yeah, or whatever like, that's what him. I got yeah, on yeah, me yeah. man sorry yeah and then I, I felt like do you know when you feel a bit off with it I was just like why would you do that like if you ain't got peas but then we go back to the episode where we discussed it. Remember that lady asked you for money? And he no, was but like, that was different though. The way he did yeah. it, yeah. It he, was just like a disrespect. He, he, yeah. was doing it for, he was trying to mock the guy in it and yeah. he filmed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he true. put it online like, ah, oh, you know. I've only got 5p though. Yeah, take that. Yeah, mate. take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But people had different views because some people were like, well, if he hadn't done that, no one would have knew who he was. And yeah, yeah. So, the... But the initial thing was, yeah, the it didn't come from like, necessarily a good place. It was trying to just make jokes, in it. So that's what it was. Because... You know, sometimes it's mad. Someone was trying to shame him, but it turned out to be, to be his a blessing, blessing bro. Bro. <laughs> too, man. He got a decent amount as well, but I don't know what's happening with that in the end. I ended up following the girl that was doing it, innit? Oh, yeah. but I don't know what the end result mm. of that. But it just goes to show, like, I, like we were saying about the Taylor Swift thing, I think humanity, man, there's actually some good people out there. You know oh, yeah, I mean? for sure. Not for some, sure, I think sure. there's a lot. Of good there's people. a lot, man. You know what I mean? We're always used to seeing negativity and that, but when people really want to do good stuff, it's, it's heartwarming to see. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So I was happy for my man that. Um, and I just, I was sick. I was like amazed by how many people donated as well, which yeah, was dope. Yeah, man. yeah, So I think when I was asking you the question, what what do you think actually makes people like unite for a certain cause? I yeah. think there is a bit of luck to it, but I also think, you know, people have to kind of care about a situation. True. And True. when it evokes like emotion or... True. So in this thing, everyone was like, had a unanimous um, reaction. Yeah, like, reaction of like, why, why is man you, doing yeah, this? Why yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Man's yeah, obviously yeah. in a bad yeah. state and... He's down in it. Like, why down. Are you, so why everyone had that comment, like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it also shows the example of you don't even know who you're sharing to. So, Loads of people yeah. were sharing this, but you don't know whose eyes it can eventually yeah, get to, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, real talk. Yeah, man. Causes you support, like, just share. You never know, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, I feel because he, he was a bit upset. The person I did was like, oh, I apologize, it? but people are getting on to me, like, there's no need to. I, I I get it, but it's like sometimes you you have to take the L, and it's like don't yeah, yeah just take you know what I mean. Like what you did was in terms of getting him the recognition of other people seeing it, it wasn't your well I don't know, but from what we were seeing looking in, it it wasn't your initial attempt yeah, to yeah, make jokes yeah. and then keep it moving. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, that got turned into a W for my man. So yeah, man, it just goes to show there are good people out there though. Oh, for sure, man. You know, and like like I said, in in terms of unity, it just it's it's one of those things where. I think if people would look how much money they raised for him in, in the space of two, three days. Mm. If if like people were to come together, I reckon we're always talking about ownership. Obviously, no one trusts anyone in terms of money and <laughs> yeah, everyone donate to this GoFundMe, we're gonna own London. Everyone would be like, yeah. you know what I mean? 
But I think if if lawyers and stuff were put into place, we could actually end up owning parts of London. Like literally, this is and you could call it. You know what I mean? Like because obviously people are always talking about that. Like there's Chinatown. Um, I think there's like. I don't know. I don't want to be wrong, actually. So I'm not going to say. But you know, there's there's <laughs> other there's other parts of demographics yeah, where yeah, they own yeah, the area. Yeah, yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. you can tell here is more Indian based Indian based area. Here's more Turkish based area. Yeah, yeah, here's yeah. more. But black people don't have that. Like obviously, it was Peckham, Peckham and Brixton in terms of like like um self. Uh, no, in terms of ownership back in the day. But now it's become so gentrified. You don't really see that yeah, there anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas I think because if everyone had that same drive, where it was just like because. Again, we go back to the Wiley situation of the Jewish community mm-hmm. holding so much power and owning everything or whatever. Like, not to be anti-Semitic, but that's what they were offended about. Mm-hmm. Wiley saying that they owned everything and had too much power. Like, imagine if black people literally just put their minds together and their money together. I'm not saying put all your savings into one thing, but there's so... I'm not saying... We, I don't even think we're the population, but because we have enough people to put so much money together, yeah, we could end up owning stuff legit. Like, just buy something outright. Oh, even if sure. you start small, like... Okay, you start off in wherever everyone calls ends. Where I don't, I don't want to give anyone a thing, but let's just say Croydon, and you start mm. buying up every single road in Croydon. Every time someone gets, every time, let's say you did it on a monthly basis. Every time you got paid, ten percent of your wages goes to this fund. That means before you, before I don't know how long it would take, you could potentially end up owning the whole of South London. I wouldn't class Croydon South London as Croydon, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you could potentially Catch end up. Airplane. You could end up. Yeah, you need a passport to get there. But you know what I mean? Like you could end up potentially. Owning the whole of South London. Oh, for sure. So you come to yeah. South and you be like, it's black owned. Like, black people own this area. Mm-hmm. Now. Do you get what I'm saying? So I feel like someone really needs to come with that plan. I would say me, but they might look at me and be like, he's a finesse guy, innit? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but if someone wants to do that and be like, nah, man, everyone, yeah, we're going to hire a legal team. Everyone donate money into this fund. We're literally just going to buy up buy up streets one by one. And then we, we have ownership to say, this is yours now. You know what I mean? And then at least you have power. So situations like we see with the BBC don't arise because then you can start investing your money into black TV stations yeah. and, and not necessarily black black like it's it's a black thing but it's black owned like yeah, black exactly. people own it so now we know what causes yeah exactly yeah, yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. can consume from it but we now know what causes offence or what you yeah. can't say or what you can't do and what directly appeals to us you know what I mean and what would be what we'd be happy with seeing so I don't know like what do you think about that because I, I always think about that I'm like look it, it wouldn't take that much money for everyone Look how many people look how many people there are in London. If we narrow that down to black people, I know we're not the large percentage, but I think we're enough that we could potentially just start doing that. You oh, literally yeah, buy sure. up streets, buy up businesses. It's like, yeah, these black people, like black people own it. You know what I'm saying? So No, yeah, I think you raised a very good point, man. Uh, obviously, if everyone was to unite, we there's no limit to what we could do, you know what 100%, I mean? Yeah. But I think the issue is, is that people are just Black people at the end of the day are also people and people come with their flaws. They come with their different ideas, their opinions and getting people on the same page is always a nightmare. It's a nightmare. um, But also there's, you have to start somewhere, you know what I mean? And the issues I see arising with it, yeah, is like, let's say you're putting into the front. Now, how do you, now, how do you decide who gets the house first? You know, some people will kick off us like, oh, but... Yeah, I'm putting more, or I'm doing well. this, or I'm doing yeah. that. So <clears throat> there's a lot of logistical things to work out. Yeah, how it could be fair, how how it could be worked around. But I think, in essence, it's it's a good idea. Obviously, it'll just, it'll yeah, just, it's not straightforward. Yeah, it'll take it? a lot of discussion and mm-hmm. a lot of work around. But 
ultimately, if there was enough people willing to, to do contribute that. to this, bro, it, would, it would change everything. To Takeover. Me. No one's taking anyone from Mugs anymore because yeah. you own it. And you know That's, what I mean? And like, like we had this issue going back to last week here yeah, with like the BBC or whatever. You can you can really start making people lose their jobs because you own stuff. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like now these guys mm-hmm. own this part of central London now. Like if there's a problem, they're not gonna be able to cater for us or they're not gonna be, you know what I mean? They're not mm-hmm. gonna allow us to rent the buildings yeah, that yeah, they yeah. own. So, so hopefully, man, someday in the future, someone has that that bit of a like a um, like brainwave and they somehow manage to convince everyone, like, look, if we do this. I know I totally agree with you though. It's it's like, you know, uh demarcating it to the people. Like, okay, this street is your street. Uh, why is my street better not as good as their street? You know what I mean? But people shouldn't look at it that like it's like all of us as one own this. You know what I mean? So it's not necessarily for it, yeah. yeah, like oh, which family's gonna benefit. Don't get me wrong though, I wouldn't wanna put my money in, I don't get nothing. But it's like mm. we're doing this to become like to to be one where people can't mug it. You know what I mean? So if anyone's if one person's offending, they're offending all of us. Do you get what I'm saying? But I know that I think was definitely the biggest issue. Like, how do you get people to be like, or how do you basically share it out? And yeah, make it fair. You know what I mean. But not only is there a trust element, um, I think also once you do kind of get to the point where you know, actually, in a previous episode, we discussed like for your community community to once you need to have a certain level of self sacrifice. Yeah. So even if you wasn't necessarily getting anything out of it, maybe as soon as you might think. Yeah. If it's benefiting black people as a whole, ultimately it will benefit you or it will benefit yeah. your children, children or yeah. something like that. But, you know, it's difficult when not everybody has that... That kind of belief. That kind yeah, of belief yeah, or yeah. even that the free money or even like, you know, the vision, like, you know, it's hard to see in the future when you're in your current situation yeah. and it's difficult, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's, it's a good... It's a good, good concept, but it's, it's got flaws in terms of how do you keep everyone happy? And that's, the that's the I thing. I think if everyone managed to go into it with the with the mind of, yo, we're gonna own London, mm-hmm. like we can, we but you well, know, our spending power is enough. We spend too much money. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. If anything, like, <laughs> like I think I always say this, but we are the wave. Like you'll buy something, and it'll be like if so, if someone like let's let, think about it. Yeah, there's there's certain like. 18 year olds and 19 year olds whether they're doing legal or illegitimate stuff to get money they got money you know what I mean mm-hmm. and the start, the type of money that I'm seeing now is just like it's mad it's ridiculous so right? if they can hustle and do whatever they need to do to get that yeah what more if everyone wants to put their mind to it and let's just do everyone's doing legitimate stuff and you literally just put 10% or whatever you're getting paid one month into a pot and everyone every black person in London did that everyone that was able to work did that you'd be you'd be on stupid money for that month alone so it's oh, not right. for the whole year that's just for the month so it's like you could literally go to a lawyer and be like, cool, um, any houses on this road here, that's for sale. We want to buy all of them. Mm. You know what I mean? But again, it's, it's that small floor of, but I think, I don't even think we should look at it like that. We should just be like, you know what? Cool. We own this. And then you set up, um, not that I'm coming with the direct solution, but you set up, um, I don't know, like a company or business where it's like, it's got everyone's names and then, then, but obviously it's unfair for people to wait, but that way you can start allocating it like that. Like, this is yours, this is yours, this is mm. yours. Because it's under one umbrella. It's not going to one person directly straight away. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like you said, people have to have the patience and the vision of, okay, cool. In one year time, we're going to have this or whatever. But Maybe it could be a thing like, <coughs> as you said, the register thing. So whoever starts donating first, their name will be Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or... So it's not necessarily first comes first serve, but it's like whoever starts donating and is yeah. part of it, it's cool. You know what I mean? And I feel like there's, there's enough. Look how many oh, people man. there are in London, innit? Like there's enough places in London for 
I'd say most people to get somewhere because then you become the landlords of the area. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what? This is our place now. You can't live here. We're evicting you. We own it. You know what I mean? So if they can have, I don't know what the the um, number is. I was watching some film, some film, some TV. I think it was a film. And basically it was like coronavirus was called Contagion or Contagion. Oh, Contagion, yeah. yeah. And it basically is predicting everything that happened now. I didn't know this film came out before, but it was on Netflix. Yeah, it was going crazy. During and that the, was like, mad, you know what I mean? But um, yeah. even that was like, it kind of just showed, I think basically what I was getting, to, the point I was making was I think there's, I, I don't want to get the exact figure wrong. Someone might have to Google this, but wasn't it like, was it more than 10 million or something like that in London, people? That what? That, that live in London, like the, the amount of people. I think the oh, population was higher than somewhere or parts of certain states. Was it states or yeah, certain states in America? Yeah, there's like, a lot of people that live in London. That live in just London, you know, yeah. just not the UK. Exactly. And there was bare. And I was thinking, raw, like, imagine we took all those people out and you just put the black people. We would, I think, would amount to at least a million people. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, for sure. already there, yeah, if everyone's donating one pound, that's a million pound. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. it's just about enough to buy one place. But if everyone put in 10, 10 pounds. That's 10 million. You know what I mean? So 100 pounds. Bruv, if you think about it, everyone wants to put in five bills. <laughs> you know what I mean? They said, look, we're going to take over London yeah, yeah. and we could potentially have so-and-so amount of billions to buy the whole London and no one's taking us for mums anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's mad. And I'm surprised that people haven't really come together to do that before. But again, it's the human element of everyone, mm-hmm. isn't it? So self-interest. I'm trying to do my own thing before. I, I reach back and then help everyone else. But. And it's, it's another thing, like lack of vision, lack of structure, lack of, you know... You yeah, can have a vision, yeah, but like yeah, also, you know, it's executing, yeah, executing the vision. Yeah. You know what I mean, and, and getting people on board with on board that. with yeah, it. You so. know what I mean, and that's one thing we always say that like, oh, you know, um, Asian families and like Jewish families are good at own. They they always own their stuff or they buy out areas. Like, why yeah. do you think that is? Because they have the long term vision of bro. Like, if this if these lot win, eventually when they get on, they're gonna put us on, and yeah. then everyone else mm-hmm. starts to get put on. You get what I'm saying? So. And if I, whoever's listening to this podcast, someone set it up, bro. I'm ready to, I'm, I'm ready with my 500. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. But, no, it's um, mad when you put it like that. Even one pound a month, bro. Well, a million, real a million talk, that's a million pounds. You could be buying, you could buy a street within, within like three or four months. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. It's mad, didn't it? So, but, but then again, I guess you need to take into account the people of working age. But even still, you can still generate. You can, you can above, I'm training you, you could, you could, you could pattern this where everyone would, would be benef- yeah, benefiting, for sure, you for know sure. what I mean? Like, and we, even if it's not yeah. owning the building, like you're paying rent, you know oh, what I mean? Facts. That that can be generating the money you put back in. So even if you only put that five hundred pound once, if that's all you want back, we own the street now, so you get your five hundred pound back. Even that, you're not at a loss. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. True. So, and we hear it all the time, man. But you know, um, united we stand, divided we fall. Hundreds, man. There's so much power in unity, you know what I mean? And even what's still happening to this day. Um, you heard about the Jacob Blake thing. Yeah, that was mad, buff. Like, you know, we're America still not in a position learn, where we can oh. stop these things from happening, from happening. You know what I mean? So we have to keep pushing, keep strategizing, keep working because, yeah, man. And strive to get a, the ownership, man. man. Yeah, man. Once you start fight, owning this stuff, that's when the power comes with it, man. Oh, facts. They say money is power, but obviously once you get the money, it's what you do with the money. Oh, facts, facts, You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. But yeah, so interesting, interesting. So we kind of determined like, you know, unity is the kind of the key. key. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But in terms of like getting success in other ways, would you say like um what would you say are the determining factors? Like would you say are there algorithms or uh, Well to be successful, like yeah. something, a route you should follow. Mm, I don't know, you know, what do you think about it? I feel like Or is would you say there's a proven way to determine someone's success? No, I don't think so. 
because uh, we can always say the cliches of the stereotypes of you got to work hard, you got to be patient, you got to be like, I don't know, man. I don't think so. Do you think there is? Because uh, I can tell you, like, work hard, be mm. consistent, save your money. If you follow all that, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be successful. You know what I mean? You might be well off in terms of you might have money. Okay. But it doesn't mean that you're successful. So there's a difference. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? True, so there's true, a difference. So What's the difference between success and being well off? Because some people don't deem being well off as successful. successful. It depends what you what, personally... Like, like material... Like money. Yeah. Like someone could have yeah. bare money, but like he's not successful. Like he has money, but success might be in avenues of this person has money, but they can walk into any building and they have so many connections where they their money, because of their success away. that they've achieved, not just by having the money, but just the success they've had in terms of the workplace, in terms of society, in terms of like knowing people, mm-hmm. it then opens doors for them to do stuff easily with the money that mm-hmm. they have. Because how many times have you seen people get money, but it's always the statement of, oh, they ain't got class. They got money, but they ain't got class. You know what I mean? So it's like- or they got money, but they ain't happy. Yeah, yeah, or they ain't happy, yeah. or they got money, but- the, the money that he has didn't really necessarily bring the success that he wanted. You get what I'm saying? So don't get me wrong though. I'll have, I'll have, give me yeah. five million pounds anytime. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't got to be successful, but like I feel like there's different elements of gauging success. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah. But, but um, in a monetary term, let's make it a bit simpler. Isn't it? Yeah. You, would you say there's a determined like route? To be rich or just yeah. like, okay, yeah, to be rich. I feel like we have discussed this as well. Like yeah. not even to go back, but I feel like Whenever you read books, yeah, it's the key message is always spend less than you earn and then save more than you spend, if that makes any sense. So obviously you can spend. Save less than you earn. And then what was I say? Save, save less or save more than you spend. So obviously, so you pay your bills. Once you pay your bills. Yeah, that, not even just that. 10%. Like let's say if you want to be rich and you yeah. want to be rich fast, yeah. You can save 10%. You'll still have money, yeah. But let's say you get paid two grand. Your bills are your bills are five bills. <laughs> no one's bills are five bills, probably more than that. But five <laughs> bills, yeah. And then you got one thousand five hundred left. Some people might spend. Like I'm not saying all people. Some people are like no, that's not true. But some people might spend a a grand, like on just whatever they want, oh, and yeah, then yeah. save five hundred pound. You're gonna you're gonna have money. But if you just save the grand and then spend five hundred, you're gonna be richer than the next mm. person that's doing mm. it. Though. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's what. I might have said it wrong. Someone might listen and be like, this guy said it completely wrong. But <laughs> confused, yeah. I, I could have, I could have grabbed it. It sounds it, bad, didn't it? It sounds bad. But so basically, like. I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So you. Save more than you spend, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah save yeah. more than you spend. So you can spend, but save. I think that would be the keys to, to being rich. Okay. Yeah. I was watching some guy. Actually. Save more than you spend. And I, I don't know some... what I said before, but yeah. Basically, he had a route out of poverty for any person. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in poverty? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Or let's say, you know, the classic rap Yeah, story, yeah, yeah. I mean? Okay. So his, what was he saying? The things he said basically are, um, you must finish high school. You shouldn't have a child That's until. Okay, sorry, sorry. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on, go on so you should finish high school. You should, you shouldn't have a kid until you get married, and you shouldn't leave your job until you have a new job. So the stats he's saying is, ninety-two percent of people who follow those rules, um, you know make it out of poverty okay. for the long term. And so there's still 8% that's, you know. <laughs> I'm right on track. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, God, you yeah, say yeah. how? 8%? Yeah. Oh, okay. That are what, like the anomalies that, that do, anomalies. yeah, and they yeah, still yeah, make yeah. it out. Okay, cool. And then 70, I don't know where he's getting these stats right yeah, yeah, <laughs> Um, 75% of people who don't follow it are in poverty. 
So there's 25% who are not in poverty. Okay. Apparently, okay. according yeah. to this statistic. What's your thoughts? It's pretty straightforward, to be honest. Like, finish school. What was the other one as well? Finish don't have school. a kid until don't you're married. Don't have a kid until you're married. Yeah. Don't leave your job until you get a new one. That one's common sense. But yeah, the other two... Uh, the only reason why I say... You, like, obviously, it's an anomaly because not everyone does that. You could drop out of school. doesn't mean you're going to be rich. But as soon as he said that, I was thinking about Richard Branson didn't finish school. A lot he's of a millionaires, yeah. Alan Sugar didn't finish school. This guy's a multi-millionaire. You know what I mean? So there's a trend here. No, I'm joking. But obviously, <laughs> nah, I saying, do agree. That it, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So they're probably the 8%. Mm. And that's just like being rich. There's only, what is it? The, the 4% or 2% of people that are wealthy in the world. Like, there's not that many. Like, the percentage yeah. isn't that many. Because I remember someone was doing a stat and it was like... At the top 1%. Yeah, top, yeah, yeah, 1%. You know what I mean? So, um, it's good. Yeah, I think it's good. It's good guidelines, for sure. But... um. Just because you have a kid doesn't necessarily mean that... Okay, if we were just making it black or white, I wouldn't say it's wholly accurate. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's wholly accurate. What What do you think? Um. Okay, me personally, I don't think you having a kid determines, like, your future, if that makes sense. If that makes sense. Your financial sense. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah in, so let's not even talk. Yeah, your financial sense. So yeah, you no, can no, still no. be rich. Yeah, you, you can still be rich. Like, you can still go to school. You can still make it, mm-hmm. even if you have a kid early. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think. But it makes sense because obviously it makes everything twice as harder. Like, yeah. you have mm. to think of uh, childcare. Just if, if you don't have family to look after. Yeah, to the, support, the, yeah. yeah, to support. So you have to, like, proper work to get to that success. But, mm. yeah, I don't think. But the other two stuff in terms of finishing school and leaving a job before you have another job, yeah, you shouldn't do that yeah. because you're <laughs> definitely gonna be broke yeah. you know, if you don't have funds coming in every month. It's so. mad to think some people do that. Like, <laughs> like, I quit. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. The same for me. Guess you might go into the benefit trap, kind of like. Well, people not to play benefits as well. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, true, they're living their best life forever. But so. that's not getting out of poverty. Though, yeah, true. Yeah. No. True. Although no, some people are actually getting peas though, bro. Yeah, you know, innit? Trust me, man. Because they scammed the system. Scammers. <laughs> but, um, no, it's a good guideline to follow. Let me not lie, innit? Like, it is a good guideline. For, but if you didn't go that way, it doesn't mean that you still can't be financially well off. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Because exactly. Certain, certain, some of those situations can make you more financially aware. Like, bro, I ain't got money. Like, what do I need to do mm. to get this money? And then once I get this money, how do I keep it? It's one of Whereas, the things, yeah. Yeah, you know, go it's like a mindset thing. It's a mindset, innit? Yeah, so it's yeah. like us not going through uni, not having a child wait until we get a next job and whatever. Obviously, we're always cautious of not going broke, but we're not necessarily thinking of, how do I become wealthy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas someone that's got nothing will tell you, yeah, I was starving. So I know the main goal was for me to be rich. So I'm never in that position yeah, again. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. like the, the flip side of it. Because a lot of people say that people, you know, students or people that stay in education up until uni, some people do like seven year courses to do, you know, like nursing or whatever. You come out and you've, you realise... The real world is harsh. Oh, facts. You know what I mean? And just like you, now you got a job, or the the job that you might get first might not be the job you wanted to do. But then you start to occur bills, and you need to pay bills. And then it's like now you get caught up in a trap of the system. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be able to pay this. So it's the reality. Like even up until the age of thirty, yeah, people will lie. I know social media is a dream seller. Everyone, people might watch this, be like, nah, that's not true. Blah blah. But please, some people are living literally paycheck to paycheck. They get paid. Oh, yeah, they yeah. pay their bills. Mm-hmm. They do the, they buy whatever drip or it's not even, I'm not shaming anyone in it. Like they buy the drip or they do their holidays or they do whatever and they save a little bit. But then something will come up during the end of the ma- mm-hmm. that month before they get paid again. That money's finished. So you're waiting for the next paycheck. You know what I mean? So that's the, I think that's a good majority of people. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? So I feel like 
it's just because you, you you follow the guidelines that he gave, which is a very like let's say level guideline to follow, just yeah. to be like, cool, this is to avoid you getting into the trap of not having money. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be wealthy. Yeah. There, sure. Thereafter, because mm. again, f- uh, financial literacy comes into mm. it. You know what I mean? You could do all that stuff to a T. You, you even get married and you've blown your savings on your wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's, it's holiday, living your best life. You've got your house, but you're trapped in a rat race of living from paycheck to paycheck. So it's like, now the question is, how do you become wealthy? Mm-hmm. And people will look at me like, no, you're doing well. Like, yeah, you got a yeah, house, yeah, you got yeah, a car, yeah. you're not going on holiday. I see your Insta, yada, 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 but you're not wealthy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're technically still. I, don't, I wouldn't even say middle class, maybe working class, if anything. I don't know. It's a cross between working class and middle class, isn't it? Now, like, yeah. So, well, apparently, I don't want to get the stats completely wrong. Yeah. But I'll just take this ballpark figure. Apparently, if you have a house and you can afford to go on holiday, no, not even that. Even if you have, if you have a house and like you can afford food and stuff like that, yeah, you're in the world's twenty percent richest. Really, which is interesting. I don't know if it's exactly 20%, True, but, but yeah. it's like, it's something that's quite shocking when you hear it. I right, shout out, Del. That's one of my friends got out, so it's like, well, you made it, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, that's mad. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? But again, just because you had that stuff, it doesn't teach you to be wealthy. Like, mm-hmm. But like you said, if that's the case, then I guess but they are But he's wealthy. not necessarily saying wealthy. He's just saying out of poverty. Out of, yeah, okay, yeah. then maybe they are then. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll completely misconstrued the message. If you got a yard, you can afford to go on holiday twice a year, you got a car, and you ain't starving, then... I guess you're not in poverty, innit? That's yeah. reality. So he might be onto something then. My whole argument is void. It's mad. But then when you take it into the Western world, it's a bit different. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But it, to me, it's, it's like a baseline. You follow this and it's yeah. like, well, technically you won't be poor because really and truly you shouldn't have any outgoings because you've done all that, innit? And then you start to build from there. But I think yeah. I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. Not necessarily the marriage thing before having a child because you can have a partner using the same thing as a marriage and yeah 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 you can yeah. get that um financial addition yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But I get what he's saying, like you know the partner will add an extra income and income. you'll be able to do more. But as you've mentioned, man, this is not synonymous for everyone. For everyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, everyone that's has different truth. situations, all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, even in staying in school and all that, you lot seeing all this. The government doing a madness with the results. Test, test results. Like, eventually, they have to, to back down because kids were out here on smoke. Oh, for like, sure. Protesting, <laughs> in it? But, but even it's a them joke thing, man. The, cho- the kids, um, the teachers' grades, I just still don't think that's what, all right. It's difficult, man. What would you guys have thought would be a good solution? My t- teacher predicted me A's and B's. I'm taking that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that. But no, nah, yeah, because sometimes, though. and apart from that, sometimes you over exceed that. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like if you're done your exam, if you predicted, let's say, let me not say, because not every student was predicting A's and B's, but that's what we saw on the news. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If the, the harsh reality is a lot of kids were probably on B's and C's. But if that's what you predicted, and if it's one of those things you, you've been studying hard or whatever, and you took your exams and you were potentially going to come out with A's and B's, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a bit mad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but most of the time kids cram towards the end. Yeah, then so then yeah, you can yeah, outdo. Yeah, yeah because yeah. like I remember, so, like, it's one of those things. I remember growing up with someone, and she was a year older than us, and she was just like, yeah, man, she was, she was, poor at maths in it and she was like on a, on like a D or something like that mm. and then like two or three weeks before her exam her dad was proper good with maths and they went over it every day and she came out for A star okay so that's the difference you know what I mean her, her grade with a predicted grade would have been a D but it's like you know what someone's gonna whip you into shape before you do that's it and then mm-hmm. A star so that's where the thing is but I feel like all those people that have good predicted grades 
just wanted them because it's like, well, if you predicted me all A's and I've been working hard, then you know what I mean? Like, this is what I should get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like some of them were unlucky because I would understand, yeah, if the government were like, we can't just be giving out A's. Like, you, you guys didn't even sit exams. We have to lower it by maybe one. Even that's still unfair, though, because if you've been putting in the work for five years at school mm-hmm. or whatever, two years in college, and then the government say, even though you've been getting A's and B's here, we just have to lower it to a B. It's still a sheg. But it's not a sheg where some go- some students were getting E's and U's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she was one girl was like, I was predicted two A's and a B, and she got like two E's and like a D. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone was sitting in the office going, Nope. <laughs> they're from what era? Oh, you know what they're, I mean? they're using an algorithm. Yeah, like al- algorithm that what was it like um, the, performs in it? Where were, I think they were basing it on like where the schools were based as well, yeah, like yeah, what yeah, areas yeah. or what areas, so like what backgrounds the kids come from and stuff. It's unfortunate, but apparently, you know, a lot of schools that are not, you know, private or whatever, um, and are in like maybe less <laughs> public schools, areas, that, yeah. public schools, yeah. and like their grades are generally worse than you know the private school. Private areas. schools, yeah. So, but within the public schools, there are you know many anomalies. There's many people that go on to do well and stuff, but. You know, obviously they've painted everyone with the same brush. Same brush. So there's going to be some some people that have been like, you know, wrongly <laughs> given wrongly the wrong given grade and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So it's it's been a difficult task because I also saw another statistic where it says, you know, I think it was like like 70% of people don't actually achieve their predicted grades. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all are out here making noise for nothing. You know what I mean? Nah, nah, for real. That, that's what I was saying, isn't it? Because not everyone's going to get a, a B. Someone might get yeah, lower. Someone yeah, might yeah. overachieve, you know, so. But the thing is, yeah, just because this year has been a mad, a mad. They should have just given them a pass. Like, you know what? Just, you, know what yeah, I mean? like, you know what it is. We know what it is. No one predicted this. Everyone, whatever your, pre- like, it, it, it could have been so simple, sim- simple if they just said, whatever your predicted grade is, that's what your final grade is. Because then if anyone has a complaint, it's going to be the minority. It's not going to be the majority. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And then exactly. if anything, as soon as they know that, let's say they knew that when they put in lockdown or whatever, and they knew they weren't going to sit exams like towards the end of lockdown, they they should have even given them leeway. Like, this is the time for you to do extra work to boost your grade. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? If you're on a D, we'll give you the leeway of a month or a month and a half to improve your grade so it's not a complete check. You know what I mean? But overcomplicating everything, I guess. Oh, for like, sure, man. They weren't really prepared for this. No, they so. wasn't. And that's what it was, lack of preparation. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it... And it's mad because they've had they six had, months or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah man. Like, like, Boris was on holiday. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Trust me. People out here protesting <laughs> Trafalgar Square. Man was in a caravan, Trust chilling. Trust me, man. But, uh, nah, it was, it, was, it was a shag though. But again, it just goes to show the, the, fl- the flaws in the government, innit? And just them not caring, man. Like, people were voted them into power and they just don't care. Like, if you're not... Again, in that, like, let's not even say it's a race thing. It's more of like class. Yeah, we're, we're talking about thing, yeah. private and public schools. You know what I mean? Yeah, there could be some. Yeah, I've met geniuses in public school as well. You know yeah. what I mean? So Ooh, it's just like, why? Because they can't afford to pay a certain tuition. You're gonna downgrade them, man. It's just mad, and they kind of just exposed what they're really about. You know, and mm-hmm. and yeah, it shows the bit of incompetence as well. Like, oh, yeah, you guys can completely mess this up when all you have to say is, okay, we're gonna go with predictor grades this year, and that's well, it. You know what it is, yeah. Even if you're getting into university. At that point, you still have to, you know, you have to do the work. You still have to do the work, <laughs> yeah. So you know if you got into the university you wanted and you were smart and you was doing, got all these A's and you got your predicted grades, but the real you will have to come out when you get oh, to first year uni and they start hitting you with work. You yeah. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and it, I, I felt it was a bit unfortunate because some people lost their places because of that in yeah. certain units they got mm-hmm. they were meant to get accepted into. So it was, it was a shambles. It's been man. a big mess. Yeah. And I think recently that 
one of the head, the regulators, they resigned in it because I feel, I feel, I, I even felt sorry for her though because <laughs> I feel like as a lady, so it's like she got made the scapegoat. But if you can't, if, if you think about it, I think it comes down to the government having the final say. So it's like, yeah, you need someone. Don't yeah, you? yeah, That's yeah, yeah it's true, it's true. You need it. someone in it. But yeah, man, it was a complete mess. It was a complete mess. And mm. the year just keeps getting worse. You know what I mean? If it's, if it's not this, it's another thing. But yeah, shout out to the students that actually fought for their rights though because eventually they got overturned in it. Yeah. But it's annoying that they have to go through the process of have a try and getting into the uni they wanted to or, you know, getting into another one to study what they want. As well, and it's so. funny, yeah, because something that's been very consistent with this government, yeah, is they'll ignore something until, you know... It's blatant. <laughs> until like it's blatant. Wrong, you know what I mean? Like, it's in their face. You know <laughs> what I mean? With for the real. situation, yeah, there are so many, um, <laughs> like, industries that are like, no, you have to support us now or... Everything's collapsing, basically. And then they're yeah. just like, okay, now the theatre industry, we're going to, you know, do this. <laughs> now the aviation, we're going to do this. You know what I mean? So now it's just having with the schools again. There's so many, been so many backtracks. Yeah. And like with this mask thing as well, it's just, now apparently they have to wear masks in school. Is it? Yeah. Well, they say you have to wear masks in the supermarket. I'll bop in there casually with no mask. Because <laughs> I was telling me nothing. Trust me, you know what I mean? Like the first week, they properly impl- implemented it, in Because yeah. I remember I tried to go to McDonald's and the lady was like, no. <laughs> she's, just like, she's like, no, like, gal. You know what I mean? Where's your mask? And I was just like, I walked to my car and I got it. But then after that, I remember I walked into Lidl and I was a bit shook in it because one hench security guard. Even he was just like, nah, nah, I do what you want in it. So I was just like, oh, nah, from now I'm not wearing no mask. Yep. So. Apparently, though, people have been getting into public disputes about it. Like. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I've been turned off the bus many times. Is it? Yeah, my brother as well. My brother's <laughs> like, yeah, like the guy was bare shouting that. Like, no, yeah, you got yeah, off. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, proper. Disgrace you on the bus. And, like, and then obviously, my brother's like, why are you doing that? Why are you shouting Did you see that video? Like, like on the underground, there was some guy. Yeah, that was like he came up. To, I think the girl was recording him. Yeah. Whatever. Well, to be fair, he had a right, I guess. Yeah. Um, He's like, I. Do you have a medical condition? Do you? Do you? Oh, because <laughs> she wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. And wow. the girl was just silent, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, people like you. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that one person, isn't it? <laughs> which, which is fair, but at the same time. Like you can't, you don't know her situation. She yeah, could, I yeah. doubt she did, but, <laughs> nah, for real, but she could have a, you know. A situation there's one time I got blasted because I was queuing, I was queuing to get into um, super drug, innit? I was queuing to get into super drug, and um, there was an old couple standing in front of me, and then there was people standing by, and it was a hot day. This was like a few months ago. I forgot <laughs> to tell you not. And then obviously, do you know it's still the two meter thing? You have to oh, get two okay, meters, okay, but okay. everyone's closer than two meters, innit? So I'm standing behind this couple now, and the guy just turned around and was like, "It's two. <laughs> It's like it's two meters. Some old man, and that's a kid. Blood. There's so many people standing behind me, and it's not two meters. And you decide to turn around at me and shout. And you know them ones there. You want to. You kind of lose all sense of reality. I wanted to swing on like something. I see kid die. At the end of the day, no matter what he's done, you're gonna look like the bad guy. Of course. I kind of had to keep my composure, but you know when your blood you're is burning, burning well, my vein in my neck was sticking out, yeah. That's and I had to come, up, I had to come back with it was, it wasn't even a good comment. I was like, just shut up, man. Like, but obviously, I noticed, didn't it? It wasn't two meters, but I wasn't intentionally trying to get yeah, close yeah, to him. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, why are you shouting? And then his wife started talking. I was like, you can shut up as well. So obviously now I'm the aggressor in it because it's like, oh, why are you telling old people to shut up? But I was so pissed. You have to go to Super like, Drug yeah. to get some paracetamol. Trust me, trust me, bro. But that is mad. Yeah, people take this thing serious, man, for real. But I understand it, innit? But it's yeah. just like sometimes give people the benefit of the doubt. Just be like, oh, you you know you're meant to be wearing a mask, like, blah, blah, mm. and they keep it moving. Or it's two meters, but yeah, man. <laughs> so it's people taking it over the top. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that is funny, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, onto our next topic, innit? Um, that link seemed quite well, isn't it? Entitlement. Yeah, entitlement, wow. innit? 
I would ask you a lot. Has there ever been a situation where, you know, or anything in life where you just feel like you're entitled to something? No explanation, just, you just feel it's yours, or it should be yours, or you're entitled to it. Um, That's a good point, you know. Um, Can be rational, irrational. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Should I start off? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was thinking that. Like, I can't remember <laughs> I've always had the, the irrational feeling that I'll be a millionaire. Always. It's not irrational, though. It might it's, 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 I think it's a good goal to have. No, man. it's a good goal. Yeah. But it's just, I just always, <laughs> like, since, <laughs> since childhood, yeah. I just always thought that. I'm entitled to have this money, like. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good, I think it's a good entitlement. Yeah, it's a good entitlement to have, it? But, um... It's just funny that like, sometimes, like, you know, when you hit certain um, age milestones, you're like, oh, okay. Where's this million? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, actually, no, I need the plan. <laughs> <laughs> this is not uh, the point of my life, you know what I mean? But that's, but, yeah, one, that's one around, isn't it? <laughs> um, hmm, on the social element, sometimes I will say I do feel in, a bit entitled sometimes to an apology. Because it, it's down to the person to apologize to you. You shouldn't feel entitled. Like, you have to give me one. You know what I mean? Like, I might argue with someone, yeah? And even if they're in the wrong, because no, nah, because it's the reality. Like, you shouldn't be entitled to an apology. Like, obviously, they might be in the wrong. Yeah. But you shouldn't be like, because you know, sometimes you might have the essence of, nah, I'm not doing nothing for them until they apologize. Like, you can still be cool, but it's just like, you know, you did wrong. You get what I'm saying? Like, I had this basically last week. And I'm just like, I kind of brought in the Asian. And I'm older than her. She needs to apologize. That's entitled, <laughs> you know what I mean? Was she, in, was she in the wrong or was she in the wrong? No, nah, it, it, it was a bit of both where I feel like I could have said something at the time, but I didn't. It's like, oh, you're meant to know, but no one's, no one's, even if it's obvious, some people are a bit tone deaf, innit? So they're not yeah. necessarily going to know. So it's like, you have to kind of open your mouth and say, if then they ignore what you said, mm-hmm. it's intentional, you know what I mean? But I was just like, nice respect, man. Like, I'm older than that, she should know. But it's like, technically, this is a new generation. So the rules that we kind of have for each other are going to be different. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm. I, feel, I feel like that was a sense of entitlement. I was like, oh, maybe you're not entitled to... I don't even think that's a mad entitlement, though. You don't think? But it, some people because see they, it as some people would yeah. see it as that, though. You know what I mean? So I was, I was thinking maybe that's that's probably my thing. Like, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because I always forget, yeah, our generations are different to young people than us. Mm-hmm. So a 21-year-old is going to be different to a 28 or 29-year-old. Let's, let's yeah, not get sometimes, it twisted. No, nah, they will be. You know what I mean? Obviously, they might have some similar traits, but they might be more... I don't know, man. More in tune with how the world is going now. Because, you know, like, I feel like we're in a society now, they always see, it's very PC. You can't say something about someone else without get without them getting offended. Whereas before, you could say this and everyone would be like, oh, it's a joke. Okay. You know what I mean? Because now, like, if we're going into the deep psychology of it, yeah, you got... But um, do you feel you, in this generation, you don't feel you, you're, like, knowledgeable of that? No, I am. But I think people below us are not. Oh, you do think? Nah, I'm Even telling they're you. they're growing up in it? Yeah, yeah, nah. Some people still, because they have their own experiences where it's like, well, the world doesn't work like that. Just because you're older than me and I've, I might have done something wrong, you're not entitled to an apology. I should I should want to apologise if so I feel like I'm wrong. No, but I'm telling you, once you guys experience this, you're going to be like, <laughs> uh, I get where you're coming from, innit? So I'm ahead of my time. Someone's going to watch oh, this. Oh, wait, and be no, like, yeah. but I think if, we, if I think my sibling, my younger sibling's like that... <laughs> They see stuff differently. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? That like, and obviously, mm. I w- someone might say it's not entitlement; it's just the right. But like I said, their generation, anyone that's below the age of, let's say, that's almost a decade. Like if it's like eight, what seven, eight years, that's almost mm. a de- that's a long time. Yeah. So how we say, oh, we have to have manners and stuff, and you know, like when we're wrong, the person's entitled to an apology. That's the word there, keyword entitled. Mm-hmm. 
do they deserve one though? So it's, it's, there's a difference. So I, I think that sense of entitlement is, it's not necessarily they're entitled um, an apology, but you they deserve to get one. So there's two differences if we look at the words. You know what okay, I mean? Fair enough. Obviously, it's very psychological in the way I'm saying it. And obviously, me saying that, most people our age are going to agree, agree with me. Like, no, nah, you're entitled to an apology because mm. this person's wrong. But that person in that era or coming up from that particular age group, be like, oh, these lot are too entitled. Mm. Why do they feel like they need an apology? Yeah, you're in a wrong. And their friend might say, oh, you did wrong. But they shouldn't be entitled. You know what I mean? Yeah, they should yeah, still yeah, treat yeah. you with respect and not necessarily be nice or do go over the top to do the normal stuff they yeah. have been doing for you, but they're not entitled to it. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You should Fair give enough. it because you know you did wrong. Not because they're saying that they're entitled to get one because they're telling you you did wrong. Okay, I get that. That's very psych- It's deep, isn't it? Like, obviously, I'm not saying it like as mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a blank canvas and this is where it is. But I started to look at it like that. Like, it's true, you know, how we have respect for each other and maybe someone a year or two younger than... No, I think everyone younger than us would say, this is how you need to treat us because we're older than you. Yeah. Uh, whatever you did, like, let's just say they're definitely in the wrong. Whatever you did, you knew... Well, you might not have known, but I felt a way about it and I'm telling you you're wrong. You know, it doesn't necessarily... Just because I feel like I'm entitled and everyone else my age feels, feels like I'm entitled to an apology doesn't mean people their own age are necessarily going to agree with my sense of entitlement. If that makes sense. And that's just because of the age but gap. But then if they don't apologise, will that taint the whole thing? Um, no, obviously, if they don't apologise, then obviously how, how they're seen is they might have just felt like they they haven't done anything wrong. Like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Because it could be something as small as me and you were talking, yeah? Mm. And your cousin that's, I don't know, 16 or 21, whatever, that age, yeah, comes up the stairs and starts making noise. But she can hear that we're talking. But she's making noise and then no one says anything, but we carry on talking. Yeah, yeah. And then let's say I leave and then you go, what was you doing? Why was you making noise? You can see me and my friend are talking. And she'd be like, well, you didn't say anything. And you'd be like, nah, man, he's entitled to an apology. I have to apologize to him next time he comes. But she'd be like, well, you didn't say anything. So why is he entitled to an apology? Like, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Do you get what I'm saying? So it starts to get to that element of, oh, he's entitled because even though she was wrong for making noise, it's, it's, I don't know, I think it comes down to the no, sense of the I, I, get what you, I get you, you know what I'm saying? saying? I, I, I don't think, think I'm explaining it well. No, 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 I get it. But if you get what I'm saying, it's, oh, he's entitled. Why? You know no, what no, I mean? No, no, like, I get it. You should be like, I don't know how to put it, but you know, mm-hmm. he deserves an apology because your actions were wrong. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? No, so, yeah, I get what you're saying. I yeah. Think, I think. Any of the listeners that listen, please, <laughs> please comment and be like, okay, what XO was saying makes total sense. You know, the age gap is different. People don't see it. I do get what you're saying. I think my thing is just that, you know, there is some kind of logic behind it why you would be, why you would feel entitled. entitled. It might not be yeah. right entitlement, whatever, yeah. but there is some logic behind it. So I'm just wondering, is there anything that's like, you feel entitled to that necessarily, there might not be logic to? Okay, cool. Um, to live in a big house, man. That's 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 what I feel like I'm entitled to. Like, okay. I deserve to live in a big house, man. I lived in flats and small houses my life, mm. in my whole life. Like I need to live in a big house, innit? I don't know if that's a good sense of entitlement or if it's a bad sense of entitlement, but... I, I, like, I think it's kind of like my one. Yeah, you know, I feel like yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. deserves to kind of have the the sense of comfortability, like, because near my area, where I walk, like, I'll be... Sometimes I'll, I'm, I'm a random like that. I'll take pictures. Not that I'm stalking anyone. I'll take pictures <laughs> of the house, here yeah, And I'll post it in our group chat and I'll be like, nah, man, us, man, like, we need to, we need to get to yeah, this. Yeah, Remember, yeah. I posted, like, a, maybe a month or so ago and I was just like, people are really living lavish in London. They're not mm-hmm. having to move out to get big houses. So, yeah, man, I'm entitled to a big house. Six or seven beds. <laughs> but yeah, how about you? Me, um, I would say to have my license already. 
because I should have passed it. Oh, your driving license. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 they that's checked a, me. The <laughs> oh, well, you failed test of that. Yeah, oh, but okay. no, I failed for a stupid reason. So that's why I feel like I should have been had it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So. <laughs> yeah, that one is a, a bit of logic to it because you feel yeah, you're yeah, hard yeah, done yeah, by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you feel like you can drive and you're just entitled to have a license. Or do you feel, do you, if you don't feel like you can drive, you No, I can drive. Okay, cool. No, okay, but cool. I haven't driven in a long time, but I can okay. drive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know why I brought this issue? Why? Because you said something in the last episode, yeah? Yeah. Um, you mentioned Conan and the Birkin bag. Because <laughs> <laughs> come from poverty. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. think it was actually more to do with the entitlement that girl was expecting. Because she said, yeah, 3K standard or something. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Not necessarily that, you know, um, she wasn't on his level. But because she was expecting that, that entitlement rubbed him the wrong way. Mm. Yeah. And I think, mm. yeah, I think in relationships in general, everyone kind of feels entitled to, you know, the best partner or this or that, the top 1%. But, you know, you looking at yourself, not everybody That's is true. the 1%, if you think about That's it. That's true. I watched, uh, I watched another podcast, and this is an American one. I don't know their name, but I'll actually plug it next week because they dropped some serious gems in there. And then, oh, I um, think I saw, what was it? Um, roommates. Roommates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. you guys out wherever you are. Roommates, sick podcast. If yeah, you guys yeah, haven't yeah. heard of that, check that out. They're always dropping knowledge on there. But they they got a guest, and it was a guy. And it was like a lot of average guys think they're entitled to pretty women. Oh yeah, facts. Why? <laughs> you, just, you can't be bothered to work on yourself. You don't have that much money, and you live a normal like not not that there's anything wrong with a normal life, but you live like you live like an average life. Mm-hmm. Why are you then entitled to the top one percent? Yeah, yeah. Top 1%. <laughs> not even top one. Lack of just a very attractive woman yeah, you know? yeah, I mean, she yeah. could be she could have an average job but she's very attractive this is like why are you why do you feel like you're entitled to her like you're not doing anything to validate your sense of entitlement because it's like the moment you see a guy let's say even if he hasn't got that much money yeah go ham in the gym and get his body right mm. you know what i mean it starts to look in shape the women that he feels like he's entitled to he starts to attract them because now they've got something you've got something like to offer, yeah which yeah, yeah, validates yeah. your sense of entitlement in it shout out the roommates that was a sick that was actually a very mm. sick point and it was like, some men don't have that sense of consistency where they can be in the gym and get their body right. So what do they focus on? The money. <laughs> Once you have the money, and obviously you laugh, but let's not get it twisted. When it's true. No, it's and goes, no, they, you're, you're you balling, man. You know what I mean? It's like, X, y, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm willing to give this guy the time of day. Money and, and status like, is, is the great <laughs> men equalizer. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, so for some entitlement, it's not necessarily bad. But yeah, it's not bad. Going back to the roommates, is sometimes if you have entitlement, like you said, What's the plan behind it? Like, it's validated. The plan, yeah, so exactly. So you, you say, oh, you know, I should have a million pounds. It's the validation now that comes behind it. What are you doing to get your million exactly. pounds? Exactly. Because no one's saying that you can't have it. Even though the system might have been set up for you to, to falter a little bit and be behind. What are you doing to validate that plan? Mm. You know what I'm saying? My, my thing, obviously, you want a big house. What are you doing to validate that? Exactly. Even if you, if you have a sense of entitlement mm. for it. Because one of the great... What are you doing to validate <laughs> 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 You got saying so, yeah. No, yeah, because one of, one of the quotes that I got from that um, that episode was saying something like, you know, you can you can want what you want, but ultimately you can only buy what you can afford. Words, <laughs> words, unless you're borrowing and then you're in debt. And it's the truth. And that's it's not necessarily true. just in financial. Yeah, yeah you know. So That's a very good... That might be the nugget. The nugget. Day, <laughs> you can what you want, in it, yeah. but ultimately you can only... Buy what you can afford, so you need to put yourself in position to get what you want. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing wrong with entitlement. It's the validation that comes behind it. What are you doing to validate that exactly. sense of entitlement? Exactly. Mm. If you've been working hard and you've been putting in the hours and you're not getting where you want, then you know. Deserve <laughs> it. Yeah. And I think this kind of links in with the next thing, where like, obviously you want what you want, yeah. Yeah. 
So let's say you set goals. But at what point, yeah, does goals become delusion? <laughs> when you're 50 and you're still living at home with your mum. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. Um, I would say, yeah, it's when, just kind of like we're talking, you have entitlement, yeah, but you don't have a plan in place to get to, to get that. To, yeah, so it's validating the entitlement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that's I think. A, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I think, like you said, with anything, have, having a sense of entitlement or having goals, for them to not become delusional, you need to know that you're actually doing the right things mm. to get to those goals and to validate your entitlement. Because if you're not, you're delusional. People say, I want to be a millionaire or I'm trying to get a 10 out of 10, you know, partner, you know, wife or, or husband. But you're delusional because, you know, if you're if you're trying to get a million pounds and you're still working in Tesco, living day to day on your day, mm. that not that there's anything wrong with working in Tesco, but... If you have a planning where, right, cool, I work in Tesco, but I won't spend my money, mm-hmm. and in the next ten years I calculate I'm gonna have a hundred grand, you're on, you're well on your way there. It's only gonna take you however many more years to get to a million pounds, <laughs> but you're doing it. You get what I'm saying? Same thing as if you want a partner that's super attractive. What are you doing to validate that goal? If you're sitting on the sofa eating ice cream and you get the occasional shape up or you get your nails on fleek and the rest of you still looking a bit like <laughs> hot trash, you know what I mean? What are you doing to validate that? And obviously it's not all about looks, but that's what initially entices someone. It's your look. You know what I mean? Obviously, people do end up falling in love or end up liking or becoming... Different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I think it's the... It's what you saw that captures your attention. Oh, you know what I mean? This person or so-and-so or, you know, I got to this million pounds because I made sure I wasn't doing up holidays mm. every year. You know what I mean? Or I wasn't spending on the material things that my friends were getting. And I made sure... Try to be you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like I was very different. frugal with my money. So exactly. that's how I got to a million yeah. pounds. And I always think so. like, um, you know, beauty is an eye of beholder. But facts, like yeah, everybody facts, can max out their beauty. Their potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Potential, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And yeah, man. Definitely. Like, and they, they, it's not it's not there for a reason. Like, they say you have to exercise to look after your body. It's like a machine. Mm-hmm. It's like you constantly... You need turning good hygiene. Your car you yeah, know you know what I mean? You're constantly turning well, your car you know on I mean? and you yeah. don't service it. It's going to break down. You get what I'm saying? So it's the same way. Like, I'm not saying you have to be super fit, but you know, it's prim. It's kind of like prim and proper. You know mm. what I mean? I'm not you have to take pride in your appearance. You to, yeah, like you know what I mean. That's the first thing that captures mm. people's attention. And, and and another thing to mention is that it's mad, but you're kind of in competition for everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're yes. competing against the next man. You're competing yeah. next to get um, the next woman who wants you know the nice things yeah, that yeah, you exactly. want. So you always have to take that into consideration as well. And obviously, being delusional, if one plan isn't working, not constantly doing the same plan over oh, and over facts. again, mm-hmm. you have to now reevaluate that and come up with something different. You know what I mean? So Get knowledge, yeah. educate, apply that knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I would say, let's say you've reached your success or whatever, <laughs> you think at that point, yeah, it reveals your character flaws more or no? Nah? What's that? When you... So let's say you are, you've become successful. Yeah. Would you say it reveals your character flaws more when you're successful? Or would you just say it's the same? Mm. Some people can get cocky when they get to that point. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. That's a good mm-hmm. point. I feel like it definitely does, re- it reveals your flaws more. So if you're an arrogant person when you was on your way to becoming successful or millionaire, mm. your arrogance is going to shoot through the roof yeah. as soon as you get there because you was already like that. You get what I'm saying? If you were a stingy person, even if you got a million pounds, you you might still be stingy because it's like, well, I got to a million pounds being stingy. I'm gonna continue being stingy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're, you know, a serial cheater, if you're, you know, um, a rude person, if you're not per- if you're not a person that's considerate, all of those flaws will be highlighted once you get to a position of power. Because mm-hmm. now 
There's no one in place to control it to or tell you, you anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're in mm-hmm. obviously, you know, God if we if you're you know, um religious is in control of all our destinies. But in terms of first hand, you're in control of your own destiny now and your flaws are gonna come out. You get mm-hmm. they're gonna get multiplied. So yeah. once you get to your element of success, goals, whether whether that's monetary, you know, job, whatever, they will always come out no matter what. Mm. You know what I mean? So what would you say would, you know, help you I don't know. Get to that. Yeah, not get to that. I not have them amplified when you get to a certain level. What do you say? With the people them? around you, if okay. you have people around you to ground you and come tell you when you're to put you in check, then that's that's somebody that would keep you level headed. But mm. yeah, I think that's mainly. How about you? Um, I think it's one of them things where you kind of constantly. I agree with T actually. And also, I'd say it's one of those things you constantly have to make sure your character's in check. Like, even from while you're working on your stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you see it all the time. Like, you know, people allow their their talent to take them to places where, you know, their character can't handle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they, they, they see ruin. Yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> you true. see all these um, celebrities, they're getting drugs or like, you know, they're different baby mamas, like oh, they want womanizers and mm. stuff. When they become famous, like it's backwards, like yeah, it's backwards. Yeah, true, yeah. So many different yeah. times. So yeah. So all your insecurities that you know were hidden now are just you're, you're doing them on a, just a major scale. You know what I mean? So I think it's one of them things you have to constantly keep working on your character, and even when you do get to a certain platform, because you have that foundation, you also you know stay on the straight and narrow or whatever yeah I'd, and the people you put around you as well I yeah I definitely I think both of you guys made like very good points I agree with all of them and I think for me it's definitely making sure you don't have yes people around you or yes men oh you know yeah I mean? for sure obviously you want you want people you want people around you to benefit as well so you don't want someone that you feel is like always in your pockets but you want someone that can tell you like this is wrong you know what I mean what you're doing is effed and hopefully you're that kind of person that can take on that advice from your friends because people get to that stage and be like I don't need you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I made it here by myself. Like, yeah. you can't tell me anything. So, hopefully, by that stage, you're not too far gone where you can be like, ah, cool, man, I'm going to chill. You know what I mean? I need like to take a said, step back. Those who don't hear will feel, we'll feel it. Yeah, so you know what I mean? Back, and back, just back. as quick as you got that success, yeah, it's just it as quick was, as it will go. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely keeping the right kind of people around you that you can, that will talk to you in a way where it's not demeaning, innit? Like, they can still talk to you as a friend. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. That was a bit mad. Like, we should just chill, get away from the socials, you know? And yeah, having having people that are down. Just, just to tell you the reality, but not kind of like chastise you with it. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Yo, yeah. man, I know you're a good person, that, like, but I know you've always kind of been like that. But just don't let this thing amplify that Facts. to where it's mm-hmm. the main trait of your personality, and that's all people see. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and I'll say also probably remembering where you came from. You know, retaining that humbleness. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you know, stay prayerful. Like you know, yeah, everything yeah. that got you to that place. You know, the people around grateful you, as you as mentioned, well, yeah, man. stay grateful, appreciative. And yeah, and if you read, if anyone reads books on when people are wealthy or rich or successful, they always give back. So it's like it's not like you're. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying take bear. You get your first million pounds and you give nine hundred fifty thousand back to charity, <laughs> but it's like you give back in it, and it just links in with your point of remembering where you came from. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. came from this place. Like I remember this place had nothing before. Now I'm gonna provide this place with computers and sound systems mm-hmm. where they can do music or they can shoot films and stuff. You know what I mean? That will always keep you grounded. Like, nah, Literally. man, I remember I was doing this, like, five years ago. Like, so It's funny you mention that because, like, bare messages I've just been, like, seeing recently is, like, you know, everything you're doing is not actually for you. It's for others. others you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 to benefit so. from, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's true because even that, I'm pretty sure 
Like, obviously, we've been doing our thing and we're not massive, but I'm starting to see other people pop up with stuff similar. Not yeah, to, like, yeah, let's yeah. say our setup, but they're trying to do this thing where mm. they're doing a podcast or they're doing something online-based. And I'm not saying it's directly because of us, but it's like, yeah, you know, you never know yeah, who you could be influencing, isn't it? So facts. That's, that's facts. Dope, the information you put out there, like, people are listening, isn't it? Yeah, so. for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, that's dope. We all have a responsibility yeah, to... Yeah, 100%, man. You know, sure. fulfill our potential, but... Yeah, on this whole topic of like, you know, <laughs> you kind of mentioned it before, like, you know, there's people wanting to be gang members, all these things, but <laughs> you heard uh, Meg the Stallion kind of confirm Tory Lanez was the shooter. Obviously, we don't know the full deals, but from what we've heard, it's a madness. <laughs> yeah. And it just took me back to like, I was thinking like, rah, it's mad because just one moment of madness can just like <laughs> change your life. <laughs> nah, that's the reality. One moment of madness, but. And I even think back to my life, like, rah. Certain things, if I had been caught, like, it would have been a madness. Yeah. <laughs> you know trust what I mean? Me, so, bro, trust me. I don't want to bait you out too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing nah, crazy. There was but... one, I, I, don't even, I don't even want to say it on camera because sometimes I think about it and I'm like, nah, that would have changed my life. Like, really. And shout, <laughs> shout out to Ramon. Yeah, you know, know. you remember. Like, it's a shame that I can't really share it, but I'm not even proud of saying it. Innit? No, but, I say this one, did it? Yeah. <laughs> when you was about to spark the 70 year old that you just mentioned. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one, yeah. But apart, before I, I drift yeah, into yeah. that, um, obviously there was a situation that happened a while ago in uni, innit? and I can't lie, it was, it, was, it was an element of God. And I was, I'll say shout out Ramon. I'll never forget this. This guy kind of basically saved my life and made like made sure I didn't go down the drain, innit? Because something mad would have happened that day. And I would have been on, um, we're going to say ITV news because we don't fuck with the BBC. You know what I mean? But yeah, I would have been on ITV news. But it was mad because it was weird. You know that sometimes people's spirits can pick when you're, they can pick up when you're going to do something mad. When someone isn't in the right state of mind, didn't it? So I remember this thing was, I'm not going to say, tell the whole story, but something that just happened the night before was mad. Then someone had said something to me and I was, I've always been a hothead, but it takes me a while to get to that stage. But when I do, it's like, there's no sense of reasoning in it. So obviously everyone was in the house, everyone was in their rooms chilling and I had some some big ass bomber jacket on. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the full extent, but I just remember, I just said to Ramon, I was like, I'm coming back here. Yeah? And he was just like, hey, where are you going? <laughs> this guy's never in our house, isn't it? He's only in there, he was only in there sometimes, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Like just to chill and whatever. And whatever was going to kick off or whatever, Ramon fully saved my life. Like just that, nah, nah, you're not doing that, nah, 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 nah. And then he kind of squashed whatever mm. wrong turning or wrong decision I was going to make that day. You know what I mean? Obviously it was an element of God. And the element of like, you know, someone sensing something, something is not right here. You know what I mean? And I'll never forget that day. Like, it's mad. I'll actually never forget that. And that's one thing I'm always grateful for. You know what I mean? Because as cool or as calm as someone can be, sometimes you might feel like you've been pushed over the edge and you can make the wrong decision. And once you've done something mad, it's always the element of regret that comes after. But that thing's oh, already facts. happened. And it's facts. like, you know, why didn't you just stay in your house? Or why didn't you? So yeah, I'm always grateful for that. And, you know, obviously I'm grateful that... I didn't. I didn't punch the old man in the face. But <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm out here attacking all the pensioners, but he disgraced me in it. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. you can't do that. But yeah, and so. it's one of them things like we kind of mentioned before. Like having the right people around you can. That's exactly what we just said. You can stop you in it. It's it's mad because obviously check. like Roman didn't even get to finish you in it. It was sad, didn't it? Because he had to drop out because you know his own finance weren't 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 completing people's stuff and that. Like obviously he doesn't mind me saying that, but mm. he's a good guy, man, and he wasn't necessarily. One of my closest friends, like obviously me and Tutons are always together and the people that used to come to our house were always together. Mm. But it just so happened he was there that day and I didn't even say nothing. And he, he knew like, this is not how this guy normally is, isn't it? Like, I need to stop whatever's going on before it gets out of hand. So yeah, that's one thing, man. I got saved that day, bro. <laughs> Go to kind of, obviously, I don't, not that I regret it. I, I regret like the initial sense of anger. Yeah. But obviously I'm happy that everything got quashed and, you know, so I'm, I'm grateful for that. 
and my life is still on a good path. So we thank God. But yeah, how about you guys? Is there anything that you regret or you almost had like a major regret or not to air out anyone's dating? You know what I mean? But you know, just just a sense of like relatability. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure everyone's been in a situation where something mad could have happened. And you've either thought of temptation or, you know, you just stopped yourself from doing something unexplainable where your parents oh, see yeah, you and they're like, what fact. the hell? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't think of anything <laughs> off head that yeah, can say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> so it's only me that's got the blemishes on my record. <laughs> <laughs> about that, no, but yeah. you know it is like, you know I mean? I don't get into like too many mad situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, of course, in life, everybody goes through some things, yeah. isn't it? But more time, I think I'm quite a reasoned head, yeah. <laughs> generally, yeah. isn't it? But, um, but no, it's just, I was just mad. I was thinking about this, man. Like... This guy's career is probably done now. <laughs> nah, he's getting deported. I think so. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. thing is, I is watched he's not an American citizen. He's Canadian. No, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Oh, and I, I watched a documentary <laughs> on Canadian artists trying to make it in America, and it was very difficult for them. It was like there was one guy. It was like, if you got a criminal record, that music dream is gone because it was like you can be big in Canada, but it's they hard. know America's kind of like the mecca. That's yeah, where you yeah, go to yeah, blow yeah. up in it, and you become universal. So he was like, yeah, man, I caught a criminal record at sixteen, and I've been fighting my case to get to America ever since. And they're playing some of his music, and it's actually decent. But it's just mm. like we ain't never heard of you because you haven't been in America. Do you get what I'm saying? So for Tory, it could be a thing where that that decision could haunt him. You know what I mean? As much money as you got, sometimes they just want to make examples out of people, oh, and they facts. could be like, nope. Mm. You know what I mean? Deportation. But he might bust case, but you never know because everything's still speculation and it's alleged, isn't it? But what, in your opinion, yeah, could he come out with that? Could kind of make people be like, hmm. He was inebriated, maybe, or, you nope. know. Really, that wouldn't work. No excuse. <laughs> what if you're drunk? You shoot people in the foot? Nah. <laughs> That's he not running. Right they, they, the they, the, they used the sense of he had no sense of self-control. Like, nah, How that's not running for me. I'm not, I'm not defending him, no, but no, we're no, trying no, to... No, no, if no, we, no, if yeah. we're lawyers here, yeah. we're trying to get Tories a bus case. What would you say to be like... Not even to justify, because there's no such thing as justifying him shooting someone in the foot. But that the gun going off and him almost basically killing Meg... What, how do you kind of get around that? You can't say he's in a state, because you say he's in a state of depression or he's in a state of... Um, that's, that's what's what that thing where would... you get like... Um, uh, it's apprehensive because... Oh, anxiety. You know, anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. He had, a, he had a high level of anxiety because he'd had so much success recently. He didn't know... You know, it sounds so dumb, but it could almost work. You know them things like he's dealing with so much anxiety where he's he doesn't know how to handle the success, the success that's come <laughs> recently. Weird. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, obviously, yeah. I don't think that would work. But yeah, maybe trust me, man. If OJ, if OJ Simpson can be a murder charge, Tory Lanez... No, yeah, he's got money you know in what it. I mean? but so let's not get too... But even that. though he still served time in prison for... Yeah, that. but not for that, though. Wasn't it for no, that? He, nah, he got caught like because yeah. a few it was years later, he, he was trying to break in, break and entering into someone's house. To get his possessions. Yeah, to get his possessions back. They used that to keep him in there, Basically, but they didn't say that. Okay, yeah. So he ended up getting... So for like breaking and entering, it's only meant to be like a year or two. You got like 10 years or something mad like that. And he had to serve the whole 10, so... That's the thing with OJ. But if OJ Simpson can bust case, Tory Lanez might stand a chance. You know what I mean? You no, he might surprised. bust case, yeah, but yeah. his career is pretty much done. You, so you think he's definitely going to get deported? No, no, no. I don't mean in that. I mean, like, oh, like people nobody's going to respect him. him. Or... Nah, man. People still work. You think so? People still working with 6'9", six, six, man. But I think what Tory's done is worse. worse. Some people in America might not agree with you. Maybe Some not. people in the streets might not agree with you. Like, maybe, maybe. man, he just he even shoot, uh, shot the floor and it ricocheted. You know what I mean? Some <laughs> people say that, but people, but people might tell you like what six nine done was worse. Like, no, like he's done. Like, no one can actually be seen working with him. And the people that are 
kind of just don't have any kind of because obviously I think he worked with Nicky in it and it got a number one record or whatever. But mm-hmm. Akon's like, like also kind yeah, of yeah, but you know people were shunning him. Like, yeah, what are yeah, you yeah, doing? Sure. You know what I mean? So I think whereas but Tory, people ma- might not not initially work yeah. with him, but they will. It's like, but the thing is, the masses are kind of enjoying like sick man. When he came out, people were like, oh, yeah, but it's, so, it's mm-hmm. yeah, true. I guess his music was trash, but yeah. <laughs> So yeah, like um, I don't know, man. I think maybe I think, eventually, but yeah, maybe around. Give it six months. Tory has got a hit, a number one hit record. Talking about how he almost shot Megan. He's so rude. He liked Megan's um I saw Instagram like post or something like that about I her think, outing him. Yeah. Oh, is it? So I I don't know, but he he liked one of her things. Oh. I think it was something insinuating that yeah. he, he might have been the victim or something like that. Oh, is it? Oh. I don't know. But. I don't know, yeah. But anyway, on to the Meg Thee Stallion, yeah. Um, obviously, she's been in the news a lot. But what do you lot think about, obviously, the controversy with uh, WAPS? <laughs> the vulgarity. Was it WAP? <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's I think what, it's a, yeah, it's it's the song what? is, is kind of... I didn't like it at first, but I can see it being a big club tune. Oh, was it? I yeah. catchy, Did you like it? Did you heard it? I thought it was trash. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, no. Nah, like, but I only listened to it once, to be fair. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I didn't necessarily like it, but it's a it's a tune where girls would vibe to it in a club. If it was to come on, I, I can it's tell. It's a twerking song. You were singing it as soon as you came in today, so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's one of those songs. Girls, Please don't out me like And it went number one anyway when it came out, so... To me, though, if I had a child, a daughter or a son, I wouldn't want them watching that. Oh, the videos yeah, are amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, the video as well. And the lyrics. Like, kids start to understand what people oh, are saying. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't want none of my children or like nephews or nieces watching that video or listening to it. But I get the sense of like female empowerment in terms of if guys can sing Slob or My Nob, it's the same thing yeah. as singing. I do agree with that. Like there's a there's an element of double standards in it. Yeah, like, why can't they sing about mm-hmm. yada yada yada? Exactly. But, but it is it is a lot, but in the day. Yeah. It's for, it's for the older market. Is it? Because there was there was younger I know there's kids with, still not yeah. necessarily kids, but like younger like fe- like women. I don't want to say females because people are apparently they're offended by that. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. I always it's, forget which one they're offended about. Yeah, it's females, so it's women. So younger ladies and women that mm-hmm. are offended. Not not offended, but that um They felt it was too much. Not that what? they felt it was too much, but they liked it as well. But it was just a sense of this ratchetness. It's acceptable, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can like be 16 over, and I can be out here shaking your ass, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. over-sexualised. And, and I think that's what some people took issue with. But obviously, I did see the bigger picture of it's double standards because mm-hmm. a man can be out here talking about you, da, 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 singing about it, whatever. But When women does it, it's something else. Yeah, I think... I don't know, man. It's just raunchy, though, I, isn't it? Like, everything it's, was, a, it's a bit much. Is there, like, male videos like that, though? Where they're just dancing around in like speedos and that. Like, no, you know what I mean? No, I don't think so. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, Actually, they, they come out like shirtless though. Huh? Guys come out shirtless. Do you know yeah, what it is? I feel like it's easy. It's easier to sexualize women's bodies. Like yeah, not even I know, to because, be disrespectful. Yeah, I get what you mean. Because you guys have more assets to show off. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So a woman. Don't get me wrong. I get it. Where some women can feel empowered, but then young and old. Women the can get the wrong message. Yeah, where's the line? Like, can get the wrong message. A young girl that's listening to Meg or a Cardi can be like, yeah, this is the way. Not necessarily to dress every day, but this is the way to behave. And I'm empowered. You know what I mean? But then that could be sending out the wrong message. It. And I'm not, I'm no way in any shape or form condoning it. But then that can be given off the wrong message to give out some kind of element of, 
to the other sex, she might seem come across as you're promiscuous now because mm-hmm. like, oh well, she's she's talking openly about you know whatever lyrics they were saying in that song, and she dresses in a certain way a lot of the time. Not mm-hmm. necessarily. No one's walking down the street in a flipping dominatrix outfit at the age of sixteen, <laughs> but you know, like in the kind of like showy off your body. Like I need to show it off. Like and it's like you're attracting the kind of attention you don't need. Need, need. I don't. Mm. Maybe it's not want, but you don't need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because then negative connotations and stuff starts to come with that. You know what I mean? If you're an older person and you say, no, nah, man, I, I like what they're talking about. You know, we can be open with our sexuality and that that's empowering and cool. But then it's like, the younger people that don't necessarily have the experiences in life that older people do, where, where do we cross the line with that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And again, it's not just women because now you're, you get guys that'll be watching this and be like, what, is this what girls are on, yeah? Mm. And then they start to get the wrong message. And I'm not saying people should be that naive to think, this WAPS video is a representation of all women because it's not. But just because they've seen that video and they see women in the club turning up, yeah. rocking their back, it doing the most, that. they're going to be like, is yeah. this what you lot are really on? Okay, I might not respect you or not, I don't mean really like not respect, but I'm going to treat you as such. Like, okay, cool. That's what you lot like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very open or vulgar in the way I'm talking to you because this is what you're seeing on TV and you're singing. You like it. So mm-hmm. you can't tell me any different. In terms you know of music so, and stuff, do you think... Girls being over-sexualized gets you up there. What do you mean? As in, like, gets the number oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Number yeah. one, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, number yeah, one yeah. hits. Yeah, yeah. just told that. Yeah. This song went yeah. number one. Number you know one. I mean? yeah. You know what I mean? They're and dressing so, normal clothes or yeah. football, basketball jerseys and not having any skin out or whatever. Mm-hmm. It might not have gone number one, you know what I mean? But, yeah. That's the thing, because it's funny. I think this was actually one of their arguments. They were saying, like, there's so many... You, women rappers that are conscious and talking about good things, yeah. but you lot are not blowing them up. So that's not money for us yeah, if we're going yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So <laughs> obviously, if this is what you're supporting, but you're saying you're outraged by it, then stop supporting it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's difficult because this is the stuff that gets the most retweets, that gets most popular. And it's just an indication of our society at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, the only fans, the city girls generation mm. where, you know, promiscuity I wouldn't well it's associated with that let's not let's, yeah, let's, let's not, not even let's you not don't even have front, to be PC on it like, it's just an <laughs> opinion front, someone might know. be like no it's not but I feel like that's, that's the kind of bad it, it, off. Yeah. it does it does yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean but at the same time yeah there is definitely double standards to it and people are supporting it regardless, regardless and it, yeah. I think even ZZ Mills was mentioning this every time she has someone that's like a reason guest that's like talking good stuff. No one wants to. The views it. are dead. Yeah. <laughs> but when she now has the controversial people on, that's when people want to tune in. So it's stopping the queen yeah, if she yeah. if she goes yeah. like certain routes. So it's yeah. it's Ex- one of them ones. Explicitness and yeah. negativity always seems to sell more. Oh, than facts. The wholesome stuff. You get what I'm saying? But shout out to Megan Cardi though, because they got a number one off of that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. But <clears throat> like oh, I said. Yeah. I was going to say actually, I was talking to one of my friends and they were saying like, it's a bit mad for Meg to come out with this song, especially because, you know, the Savage remix, or no, it's the Savage song in general, that captured the hearts of so many women across yeah, the world, yeah. like young women especially. And she's gained now like so many young fans. Yeah. Now the next song is... This rap, <laughs> is yeah. a rap song. Yeah. And now <laughs> it's like, what message are you, you know what I mean? Like yeah, now, twelve year old girl like it or not, man. you're a role model, isn't it? But... To be honest, people be like, well, they shouldn't be listening to her because she already kind of come out the gate with kind of ratchet. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. yeah that's what you can't pin that on her, you know what I mean? Like, you, can't, you can't pin that responsibility oh, yeah, on her because yeah. she didn't mm-hmm. ask for it. But 
It's down to parents now as well. Parents and older people to be like, no, nah, you, you usually are not old enough to be listening to this song. You know? It's difficult, man. But it's just like yeah, when we was coming access, up, like man. rap lyrics, remember, it's explicit lyrics. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. um, that was an original song. Yeah, where I had bare like girls in bikinis, naked girls in a video. And they said it was affecting the minds of the youth that were listening to this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, it's come full circle now. And it's just a different person where it's Meg. You know what I mean? So, you know, they're doing their thing. I didn't particularly like the song like that. But mm. I can see it's appeal, innit, where women would turn up to it. and But we always know stuff like that is going to be problematic, yeah. no matter mm. how how people try to spin it in a sense of empowerment or whatever. And to be honest, this has been just a problem in, you know... In general. Yeah. In general. Generations <laughs> like, is always videos, one thing or another. So yeah, many yeah. talking videos, yeah. like, talking women or whatever, so... Uh, it's man, bro. We can't really shame. I yeah. can't lie. We can't. I'm not even shaming Meg, innit? But it's just, I can see what it is that's, yeah, that I can it can do to yeah, people yeah. potentially, innit? Mm-hmm. And before we obviously say about Meg, Meg yeah, we've had it here. Because remember, Skepta had that video all over the house. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it was basically a porn video. And it was like, imagine how many young people are listening to Skepta at that time yeah, and they exactly. watch that video and they're like, whoa, like, you know what I mean? So that's where the double standard comes yeah, from. Yeah, no, so, you know. Um, so, yeah, this kind of links into, like, you know, Staying true to yourself or like yeah, shout out Dame. <laughs> Dame time. Or actually I'll, I'll let you um, Yeah, so basically uh, there's a bo- anyone that watches sports, I shout out Ola. I know she supports the Milwaukee Bucks. She's yeah, she's doing she's always doing big stuff. But yeah, like basically there's a guy called um Damien Lillard for anyone that watches sports or even if you don't know anything about sports, I felt like it was so it was so associated with real life. I was like mad like this stuff is unfolded. On national television in America, but um, <laughs> basically they were playing a game, and he had like the last two or three shots to win the game, okay. and he missed all three. But this guy has been clinical the ho- up until that point in it, and then they lost the game, and then but basically when he missed like the second shot, and they knew that he could only tie it and not win the game, mm. people in the stands were like, it wasn't people. It was one of the players in the stands were laughing at. Like, that face mask on, just rolling on the floor, yeah. like, over-exaggerating <laughs> it, laughing. Yeah. And then another guy, like, basically, once he'd missed the last shot, walked off and he was just laughing. And he was joking and he was pointing, like... And basically, he was, like, waving. Because, basically, what had happened the year before, that same guy struck a game-winning shot, like, on a buzzer and sent mm. those guys home, innit? But he wasn't doing the trash-talking. It was them, again, doing trash-talking. They were like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to wipe the floor of his team. And his team basically beat them, I think it was 4-2. Because it's the best of seven games. Okay. And when he when he hit that game winning shot, yeah, the buzzer went off. It went in. Everyone's going crazy, and he walked off and he started waving. So it's like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, bye, like kind of thing in it. So that's p- probably like one of the, one of if not, I'll say one of the best like sporting moments in American like history in terms of basketball. Okay. So basically, he did that, and then this year, as soon as the, the match had finished, they were like, yeah, like looks like you're packing your. It's like oh, first first class flight to Cancun for some, and they added him, and then he was just like. He didn't say anything. And then the other guy said something as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was just like, yeah, enjoy that enjoy that early vacation or something. <laughs> Mad like that. They were getting on to him. And he was just like, basically, they interviewed him. And they were like, oh, what, how do you feel about that? And he was like, they can't talk to me because I sent both of them home in previous years. Like, mm. with the same kind of shot in it. So it was like, to me, I just see it as an element of respect. They respect me enough to, to kind of taunt me and take the mick because they know how good I am. Okay, so they were yeah. surprised that I missed those shots. So... Obviously, you guys must be thinking, why is he talking about sports? Like, it has nothing to do. But I bringing that back full circle, it's what he said really got to me. He was just like, at the end of the day, like, and we did address this, some of this last week. He was like, I'd rather grind and earn the championship or the win that means so much to me and my friends that I started with than just jump. Because I, I already know I'm the best player on this team, but I'm yeah, not going to yeah, necessarily yeah. jump to different teams to try and win something because 
he was like, you done it on two teams and you still can't do it. And you 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 done it on another team, you still can't do it. So you guys technically they're on probably the favourite team to win it at the moment, mm. but they still haven't proven it and they're struggling. So it's just like the question was like, is it better to uh stay true to yourself or to chase the accolades and kind of like, you know, uh get rid of any kind of I, I wouldn't say loyalties. Yeah, take shortcuts okay. to get to mm. instant success, you know what mm. I mean? So or you might have long success, but you took shortcuts yeah, to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So that was the that was the question that sprung out of it because he was like, uh, "These boys." He basically just said, "Like these boys are jokers. Like they switch sides, like they're changing socks in it." But I stay true to the grind. Like, I don't cheat the game. Basically, that's what he said. I don't I don't cut corners. So it's like, I can miss shots, mm. but it so means more to us than teams, it does to you. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, okay. That was the question. Like, if someone said to you, "Yeah, how would you like to be remembered? Would you like to be remembered as the guy that?" It's a, it's a tough one because I was thinking, damn, I, I like winning though. You know what I mean? But would you like to be remembered as the guy, let's say, two times, the guy that um, has got loads of accolades to his name, mm-hmm. whether that's MB, OB, whatever, or recognised by the large majority as, now this guy, 100% every time. Like, I can't even, I can't fault him, innit? He doesn't have any accolades to his name, but I can say it's authentic. Like his process, what he did manage to achieve, even, even though he didn't get any accolades out of it, mm. it's still... The journey in itself represents where you can get with hard work. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's either you have the the titles next to your name, like you won this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. or it's basically being universally recognized by your peers. Do you get what I'm saying? So what would you rather have? Whether that's in a workplace, whether that's in life, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because most people are gonna choose the accolades. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I jumped the t- I jumped. Well, I jumped podcast and I won a flipping. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you get what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. but. Like, what would you rather do? And I was thinking, it's mad. It's actually reality because obviously sports always relates to life, innit? Definitely, but he was definitely. like, I don't cut, I don't cut corners, I don't cheat, innit? Like, I'm staying. Even if we're we're going home this year, at least I can say we gave 100. percent And they're not going home because they're still in it at the moment. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they're, they're gonna get sent home. But yeah, you know, like okay. Yeah, so I mean, what what would you say is more more important for you, even you two? Would you rather have the accolades? And would you say recognition? No, I'll just say because it's not recognition because people can still recognize your grand. Let's just say the accolades of winning stuff and being universally recognised as a champion or a winner, or be seen as the person that was really good and even excelled at what they did, but never necessarily... Because, you know, we had this all the time. People invented stuff, but some some people say he didn't invent it, this person invented it, but he just managed great. to pattern the idea yeah, yeah. and come out and with it. So it, it looks like he invented it. Do you get what I'm saying? So what would you rather be? I feel like most, most answers would be that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's situational, you know what I mean? Because... It depends on, in my mind, what is most important in certain situations. So, for example, if yeah. in basketball, yeah, yeah, loyalty is regarded as a big thing. Yeah, like staying with one team, well, one team, yeah, that would play into my mind. But ultimately, it would be a, I think it would be a balancing act because okay. also like. There's like, no loyalty in business as yeah, well. Yeah, like. there might not be any loyalty in business, but yeah. sometimes, let's say you've started something like, for example, like this, yeah, let's say yeah, we yeah. started this podcast or whatever. Yeah. Now I've been invited to go on like some next... Um, big podcast. Big podcast. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't just switch because I've also started this with uh, my friends, friends. Yeah, and yeah. I've got loyalty to something I've created. And also, you know, you want that pride of, oh, I built this from the ground up. And it's yeah, something, yeah, yeah, not yeah. just that, you know... I just jump ship and then I managed to yeah, yeah, achieve yeah, yeah. all my success. Yeah. But I think I think the different, you know, nuances of whatever you're in. Yeah, the environment can determine. Yeah, determine which which, which option you would pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good answer actually. 
Yeah. How about you? You can't copy his answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, I think I would choose Alaka, which was staying true to myself. Staying true to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, staying true to myself because you have to stay true to yourself at the yeah. end of the day. You can't just because of you're gonna get this award, that award. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. It looks nice or whatever, but you sold out at the end of the day. Yeah. You feel like, oh, I got this, but what's that? Really mm. and truly, mm. I stayed true to myself. I can I can say, yeah, I worked hard for this and I know that I didn't lose myself just Your because dignity, I wanted, whatever yeah, dignity, yeah. just because I wanted a nice mm. shiny award, what, nice medal or whatever. So mm. yeah, I think I'll stay true to myself. Okay. Yeah. I've got another one actually um, to consider. Yeah. Like another nuance point. I'd also say the culture at the time. So, True. Back at the back in the day, yeah. people always used to stick with one team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, was like a Michael Jordan. Example. Like Stayed he was like the, you know the, the, the Bulls. Obviously, until obviously teams. not at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, at but the that's end. when he was like, nah, I'm done my time. Yeah, like, yeah. But I was saying, today's day and age, yeah, people are always moving. jumping teams. So it's yeah, the culture yeah, yeah, yeah. It's of the culture. what's going yeah, on at yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if it's not like if it's now the norm. I might be more inclined to... To chase the accolades rather exactly. than stay true to yeah. so itself. That's what I'm saying. It kind of depends on the nuances of yeah. um, the situation. And I'll, I'll obviously, I'll give... Um, I'll give... There's two examples in it before we have to cut that. Two examples of that. So, basically, going back to basketball, there's a guy called KD in it. And he's, like, basically one of the best players ever to play basketball. And he left. But people were upset at his decision because he joined the team that beat his team. So, uh, it was like, you joined okay, the best okay. team... And you left the team that just beat your team and you were beating them because they mm. were like three one up, but that team came back and beat them in it. Okay. And then he joined them the year after. And then the, the key points that he was making was at the end of the day, he was like, I've got to this level by myself. So I, I have the right to choose which team I want to go to, even even if it is the best team and you lot don't respect the decision. I'm at this level of being in demand because people know how good I am. I'm just not on a team that can necessarily achieve the accolades that I want. Mm. So he was like, I could have stayed on that team and been the sweetheart and won nothing. And people were like, oh, you know, he's such a good guy, but it doesn't mean anything. That I want to win, you know what I mean. So some people have their priorities different because, yeah, you know, it, some people might not say it's like see it as not staying true to themselves. Obviously, I still say it wasn't a good move because <laughs> you know what I mean they're the best team. But it was just like, well, like I've kind of earned the right to pursue these accolades on however way I pers- like however way I want it. Even if people see it as cut- cutting corners, that team wouldn't necessarily want me if I wasn't this good. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying. And he said. In the current situation he was, there was a culture of losing. Like, they, they couldn't win. No matter what he did, it's like, no matter how good I was, I didn't have the people around me to take me over the top yeah. mm-hmm. and get the accolades I wanted. That's, so he was like, people well, say you need yeah. to stay true to yourself and whatever. It's like, I'm staying true to myself by doing what I want, not what the people that are watching from the outside looking in want me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the deeper element of it. You know what I mean? Because some people be like, oh yeah, like he didn't stay true to himself. He didn't stay to one team and yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, he made his own decision. So technically, he did stay true to himself. Like he didn't sell his soul. You know what I mean? Like it's not as if people just saying, wanted him yeah, to be stay, loyal. Yeah, That's you know what I mean. It's not as if people saying stay loyal and he's he stayed loyal, and then eventually he just took the most money out of the team and he didn't even care whether they were losing or yeah, not. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all about him now, and he was just being selfish. He was just like they had a culture of losing. No matter how good I was, I couldn't change that. So I felt like I owed it to myself. I'm good enough. Who have like gain this talent where all the teams want me and I can mm-hmm. pick from any team. Why, why wouldn't I go to the best team? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
that's another element yeah. of it. Of, of I it think as well. I think sometimes you know there's also a time scale to loyalty. Sometimes yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, people yeah. say that as well. Condition to loyalty. You have to be smart. Because you, know I mean? you can you can stay true and you can stay blindly true, but. When that team doesn't necessarily, that team or that job doesn't necessarily feel like you're good enough, they'll cut you. There's no loyalty. Mm, and no matter how true you stay to them, it's like, well, it's business at the end of the day. Mm. And that's what he said. Like, the guy, uh, KD, that switched to the Golden State, he's off them now. But he was just like, at the end of the day, it's a business. If they wanted to, if I dropped tomorrow and I got injured, they could trade me or just push me onto another team. And then that's it. I don't have a choice in it. So when my destiny is in my own hands, I'm going to take it, whether people mm. like it or not. And I was just like, that's dope. And then the other point I had was, in the staying true to yourself element was there was a documentary on Black Eyed Peas mm-hmm. and the original member was like uh was like a black lady, I think. And okay. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't actually Fergie, so it was a black okay, lady. Okay, okay. But she didn't want to do the stuff that she thought was a bit scandalous in terms of what Fergie was doing. Do you okay. know, like with the the whole sultry, she's the kind of like sex appeal element of yeah. the Black Eyed mm-hmm. Peas. They're like, Yeah, we need you to do this. And she was like, No, I'm not comfortable with doing that. And then basically, as soon as she said no and they got Fergie, they blew up. Like literally oh, a few months after. Right. They got like a major deal. They got their first album, like number one album. She said she even had vocals on it, mm-hmm. and she, obviously she's like, "Will I am was was upset in it because it was like, oh, this is our, this is the girl that we started yeah, with." Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. felt like a bit of a sellout, like mm-hmm. you know, like we wanted it to be you. And she was like, "No, nah, I understand." And she was like, "Obviously it hurt because like they had so much success without me." Mm-hmm. But she was like, "I'm happy that I stayed true to myself. Like I didn't I didn't cut any corners or sell my soul or you know chase like we said chase the accolades." Mm-hmm to get recognition when I feel like I'm not comfortable with yeah. what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So there's, 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 like you said, there's so many different elements. It depends on the environment that you find yourself in mm-hmm. to which choice or answer you pick. So that's dope. Shout yeah. out Dame Time though. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, for well. sure. Um, I think we might probably save our... Next one to last yeah, next week, yeah? The next week. Yeah. Um, You lot got an extended pod this week. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's that time to show people. I don't actually have a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie. Like, I think two times I said he asked for something and then we could cut. So, supposed to be T this week, you know. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, next week I'll okay, have, cool, 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 cool. have a good one. I'll have a good one. I'm just gonna build on my one from last week. Yeah. Where I said, you know, make sure you can fulfill your commitments or whatever. So, I'll say there's a further element to that. So even if now you're completing your commitments, don't just do them anyhow, just to say you've done it, you know what I mean? Make sure you're doing it with quality because that's how you endear yourself to people, that's how you separate yourself from other people and you lead with quality, it will always come back to you, you know what I mean? So everything you do with your name on it, make sure you're doing it to the best of your ability because, yeah man, that's your name. My name is my name. Thanks. Word to the wire. <laughs> Stanfield, man. Come on. But yeah, like, yeah, I was, I, I kind of, you know, freestyled on my head, but even to talk to the last point we, we was, um, we was discussing about chasing accolades and obviously staying true to yourself. Like at the end of the day, do what you feel is right. You know what I mean? So don't let any other, any other person outside of yourself dictate, dictate your narrative. So you can discuss your options. You can discuss how it might be perceived, but definitely stay true to yourself. And that's one thing I will say I, I respect certain people or people for, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. even if it's seen as the wrong decision at the time, they stuck to what they wanted to do. You get what I'm saying? Okay, so yeah. yeah, man, always stay true to yourself and to your decision. Just make make sure you're happy with the decision that you make. So yeah, that's it. Dope, 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 dope. And obviously YFMF on Friday? Is it this Friday? Yeah, yeah so 28. by the time this comes out, 
You have one day. Yeah. Make sure you get your tickets, people. Go and get your tickets, man. I want to, at least you get a chance to meet us as well. Oh, yeah. Facts, facts, We can facts. fly that day. I've got power. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. But um, no, nah, obviously, get, grab your tickets for YFMF. Um, it's going to be a shutdown. It's going to be shut down Friday, 28th of August. Be there. You know, you get to meet us and all that good stuff. Have a good time. Um, what and else? yeah, enjoy your bank holiday weekends, people. Yeah, for real, man. No carnival this year. Nothing like that, but... But there's a uh, bare legal raves that yeah, are gonna get you know, 10k fans me, from now on. So. 10k fans, <laughs> if you got the piece, run that rave. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. So enjoy yourselves this weekend, and we will definitely be back next week with bigger, better, and even more interesting topics. We had a, a topic this week that's gonna be sick. Like, yeah, no one's discussed this. Like, we're on top <laughs> of it, I'm telling you. So For yeah, man. Make sure it. you tune in next week, and um, and yeah, keep yeah, sharing man. and all that good jazz. Keep sharing, liking, um, subscribing. Love and love for the support. Yeah, man. Stay safe and join us in next week. We out. Adios. Yeah.